Hi everyone, welcome to the PlayStation Access Podcast, where we're settling in for a cosy session of beating our gaming backlogs. By that I mean we simply discuss them and actually do nothing to solve the growing list of games we desperately want to play. Relatable, hey? Expect what games you can look forward to for the rest of this year, the long-lost memories of a pink PSP, and the blessing of beautiful song. Let's go! Hello everybody, welcome to the PlayStation Access Podcast, the official podcast of PlayStation UK, and we are here for a lovely episode on beating the backlog, getting through those games that live in the dark recesses of our game libraries that we haven't got round to yet in this floaty period between Halloween and Christmas that is just prime fertile ground for game playing. Now, as you'll notice, there are only three of us today as one is missing getting on with said back- backlog. So <laughs> we've left him to do that. The space is empty. I'll avoid. try and slam it as loud as possible so the mic picks it up. There you go. There that's you go. that's Rosie. an empty, an empty that's, seat. That's, yeah. That's Rosie slapping the bare air. <laughs> <laughs> Have some of that. Yeah. Where Dave should be. <laughs> Where Dave should be. So to let you know who is here, I've given us some lovely wintry names for this cold, dark, grey period. Ooh. I am Ashsicle, which is just nice and tweet. That's oh, that's yeah. cute. A nice little twee name. Rob, I, I just built on yours from last week. Whenever I come up with a name with you, it's always just something that exists that I'm like, yeah, that'll do. So yours is... Rob. <laughs> well, like Rob. a cat. Oh, like you no, should like be. Rob. That's like a dead in Eddie, that does. Rob. That's you. That was a big For shimmer. God's sake. <laughs> so that's for when you Thank cold. you. Thank you for that. Yeah. You're very welcome. I'm um, Rosie. Yours is Snowsy. Mm. Oh, that's a cute name. Oh, my God. Ashicle, me... Snowsy, and Brob. No. Brob. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It sounds like a Gatling gun when you do it. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking you sound like it's something on a TV advert. You know when um you have like the little tune at the end or something like charming or something. (laughs) 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 It sounds like something that would be in a TV ad to me. It's like a toilet roll advert, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, uh, there's too much tomfoolery going on here. If Dave were here, he would be. Cold Dave. <laughs> so I still feel like Rob got away and he'd better. he'd be giving us all a cold stare yeah. and saying, get through this intro. He would. And we are. And I am. And I'm going to tell you what is coming up on this episode of the PlayStation Access podcast. So we have got the main feature, which is a lovely casual game chat about the backlog, what we're playing at the moment, what we want to play, just all that fun stuff that comes with being a gamer. Then we've got <laughs> the co- I did a little peace sign for those listening who couldn't watch then. Uh, we've then got the comments of the week, which are community highlights from the hashtag PodSquad. Thank you guys. Very yeah. neat. Very together. We were on it. Yeah. We were on it. They're very well practiced now. I just shout that in the office and they have to respond. Otherwise... It's a paddling. Death. Death. <laughs> it's a paddling. Death. <laughs> then we've got Before We Go, which is some lovely chat outside of gaming about what we're watching, what we're listening to, what we're reading, what we're doing as human beings. But first, I'm going to have to ask the ever-persistent question that comes up every week, and there's no way around it. What's new? Okay, guys, we're in the what's new section. Are you thrilled? Are you excited? I am, but for me, there's only Ragnarok. Oh. That's the only thing that's new. And that's and not even new. New forever for me. <laughs> <laughs> it is so good. We had a whole podcast on it last week, we though, did. Rob. So yeah. we're going to have to give the people something. I finished fresh and it delicious. now, though. That's new. That's new. That is Although new. by the time this podcast airs, I imagine everyone would have finished it. Maybe. Hopefully, I will have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Every time I think I get it somewhere, it's like side quests. I'm like, I can't leave the side quests. I, I have to do the side quests. I can't leave them alone. So who yeah. knows? It takes so much time to like just go and do everything before you get to the end. But I think it's the best way of doing it because like it the, the cleaning up the collectibles is nice at the end, but you want to have like helped all the people along You want to have done some stuff. Yeah, you want to get some things. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, some... this isn't even the what's new section. This is, this just... is, the, this is the, the God of War Ragnarok section that's now going to be a part of every PlayStation <laughs> Access podcast. Should we have our little quick two minute talk about Ragnarok? Yeah. Okay. I wish we could, but but like I just need to talk about spoilers like completely all the time. I need to talk about what's yeah, happened. Yeah, well, maybe hopefully we're going to have like a special 
little bonus episode where oh. we can talk about spoilers, but not now. No, not right now. Not at time of recording. No. So I figured for our What's New section this week, we could have a little chat about the upcoming games still to come in 2022. So the stuff that we're still looking forward to. So first up, I have to get out of the way because, you know, I've mentioned it like every time there's an upcoming game. Horror. Is this a horror game? Yeah, it's the Callisto Protocol <laughs> again. It's a, it's a big... It's a big old game, huh? Big game coming out. I'm super excited for it. Yeah. From what I've seen so far, I mean, you've actually played bits of I it. I have. But, but it looks so good. I when, saw Glenn it Schofield. When's it's it on out? the 2nd of December. That's really soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. I'm really gassed for it to come out. I'm really gassed to play it. Like, I can't wait. So if anybody who maybe hasn't heard me go on about it or hasn't heard of the game before, it is a sci-fi horror game made by Striking Distance Studios, which was founded by Dead Space creator Glenn Schofield. So you can expect, like, gritty, dirty, mucky, sci-fi horror full of mutated, extraterrestrial business as your man Jacob goes round and you know, does his thing in a prison on, on a moon of Jupiter. Hence As you Callisto. do, just do your thing. Yeah, he's trying to escape a prison uh, on a moon of Jupiter and everything's gone bad. So there's your rundown of the game. It looks really good. It looks very squishy. It looks very icky. It looks full of blood and pus and all that good stuff. What are you most excited for about it? The death scenes, genuinely. Oh. I love when games customise how you can die in games. I always sound like so horrible whenever I talk about anything on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But like when you can get sucked into machinery and it makes a death scene for it like when you have a unique death scene for like all of your different alien monsters i just think it's so thoughtful and clever like i'm really excited to see the inventive ways that they come up with body horror because i think body horror is really it's one of those genres that i just love seeing how far they can push it and if it makes you like feel something and be like oh god yeah when you're fully just like yeah yeah like seeing the the ways they can because gore is gore like gore is gore is gore like it's the same thing it's great it's it's gross but you know what you're getting when you've seen someone get mashed. Whereas if they really like think about it and adjust it and kind of go into all the horrible ways that something could happen to a person or a body um, and reflect that in the gameplay. Mm, I just, it's interesting. It's interesting. Strange, that was very, yeah. it was very interesting Strange. to actually hear you just talking about it there. I felt like we had a bit of like insight to your, your horror sort of like passion there. Was it? I just, I, I like it when, when things can experiment and I think horror is the most experimental genre out there. I think it can, it can do anything and it can get away with anything because people underestimate it a lot and th- different scares for different folks. You know what I mean? Like mm. everybody is scared by a different thing. You don't know what's going to get under your skin. So when games present all these different ways that something could, then it's just nice and it? it's just nice to see how far something can go how far you can go like and and come out the other side and be like big boss <laughs> as I Dave conquered, would say I conquered the horror yeah exactly exactly but I spoke about the Callisto Protocol a lot and there is a little video on the channel if you want to see more about it so I'm also going to bring up Marvel's Midnight Suns which is out also on the 2nd of December which if Dave were here he could tell us all about because he's very excited for it but alas the empty space is there the void Yawns and gapes. So you just literally, kinda... Dave has every time I feel that like that just the name is mentioned mm. or anything. Dave it just appears. He just appears. Yeah. It really is like just like you know you have a door frame and then his head will just appear. Like no matter. I'm where looking he forward is. to that game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, so, yeah, but like oh, he, he's very excited for it. He is. He is. So this is a another horror theme no it's not horror themed but I just wanted to see Rob's face it's like a dark supernatural take on the Marvel Universe so it's like the the you know the edgy gritty side of the Marvel Universe I thought it was just XCOM with superheroes yeah but it's like that's the elevator pitch I've heard it is but the theme is that it's a dark supernatural game where you play as a demon slayer trying to stop the rise of an ancient evil so yes XCOM with superheroes but in the scenario of it being very, you know, mystical, eerie, spooky, dark fantasy sort of vibes, which sounds very fun. But it's a tactical RPG from the creators of XCOM, so you can expect those sweet XCOM vibes. I'm loving as well the elevator pitch. It makes me like, what, what what's Callisto Protocol's elevator pitch? The elevator pitch for Callisto Protocol is sci-fi body horror in space, in yeah. space, yeah. it's it's you know it's your event horizons, it's it's your dead spaces, it's your nasty little pandorums, it's all that stuff. What a lovely little elevator pitch. Well, if I was in an elevator, I'd be sold on both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll test it later. We'll find a little lift. Yeah, find a lift. <laughs> you have until we get to the third floor yeah. to sell your game. Uh, well, if neither of those interest you 
or you at home. Then Need for Speed Unbound also comes out on the 2nd of December for PS5, which is a racing game where what's, you take what's over the screen. This is a 2nd of December party for video know, games, man. isn't it? They're all coming out. Yeah. It's exciting, though, because you can just have a little taste of whatever you fancy. Like, those are three different groups of, of people. Mm. But also, you know, some of them are the same person as well, which is interesting. I'd love to see the person that's playing all of these three, like, on that day that is like, yes, the years I put the day off and I've got the morning slot is for this game, yeah. and then the afternoon slot for this and the evening slot. Oh, that's yeah. it. They're, Oof, they're in. We're in Need for Speed. Do you guys like Need for Speed? Have you played it a lot? I used to absolutely love Hot Pursuit. Mm. I got very obsessed with that and Most Wanted I played a lot as well. I've not played the series too much since then, but I've always admired it for how pretty and fast it is yes they're going ham on the pretty this time yeah. as well mm. they really want it to look super stylish you can have like street wear your cars can be very snazzy um as you can tell i'm a racing game expert so <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks fun it looks fun it's it's need for speed it's a racing game it's pretty like it ticks all the boxes so. i once did a review of i think it was need for speed hot pursuit multiplayer mm. in a magazine and I know so much about cars that I called one of the cars the orange one in, in my yes. review. And the magazine editor like pulled it out as like a, a strap on a caption. Oh. They had a picture of a car and just underneath the orange one. That <laughs> <laughs> was very funny. Yeah, that is good. They got you, but also yeah. they got you. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, just edit it out. Like, <laughs> I don't know. No, it's the good. I like one. that. The orange one. Um, also... Most excitingly for you, pair, I think now is the time. Yeah. So just to just to translate that, that was Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII reunion on, yeah. out on the thirteenth of December, which you guys <sighs> can just take over for now. I'm very excited. I, to my shame, never never played the original Crisis Core on the PSP because <gasps> I never owned a PSP, uh, and I was always sort of jealously. Looking at people with PSPs. Rosie. So I no, never. No, I just mean, oh, you, oh, you must have been the PSP <laughs> uh, owner. And I was always thinking, like, one day I will play this. One day I will just get a PSP and play. And I, I never did. And so when they announced this was coming, I was like, oh, yes, finally. And I really like the, the way they've tied it visually and thematically into the Final Fantasy VII remake project as well. Um, and I can't wait to see what they've done with it and, and how they're going to fit it into the wider Final Fantasy VII story i love final fantasy 7 and everything to do with really? it really i haven't heard you mention it before mm, yeah never heard of it <laughs> the cat, cat game yeah the cat yeah, game it's, it's strange that it. you're talking about horror in this podcast as well because you don't usually yeah. Either. yeah we're all talking about things we don't usually talk about today <laughs> apart from me and i'm just like yes no, i'm <laughs> sure a parappa will come up at some point oh my gosh <laughs> don't ash if that day ever appeared mm. tell us about crisis core are you excited did you play the original one uh no so i didn't play the original one because when i had the psp i had the pink psp yeah and um that would have still played crisis core it would have, but this was before i knew about final fantasy <sighs> well like, i knew of it because i was very into kingdom hearts so obviously in kingdom hearts one and two they had final fantasy characters in it but I never I was like too busy playing Kingdom Hearts on my PSP specifically as well Loco Roco I loved Loco Roco on the PSP I could not put it down like Tomb Raider Legends uh, now I'm just playing <laughs> the games I played on my PSP um, I like but that. yeah I didn't know that Final Fantasy 7 Crisis Call was a thing so mm. like but so for years I've always wanted like ever since I played Final Fantasy 7 I've always wanted to like delve into it and even after Remake because sadly, I don't have my pink PSP anymore because I was a fool as a child and I dropped it in a McDonald's um, whilst the ear earphones were in and then I then I dropped it too. Into the meal? Or? Not into the meal, oh. onto the floor. Okay. Because oh. I, I know. <laughs> so I dropped it in a McDonald's. What type of it? Yeah. Chicken nugget meal? <laughs> I dropped it in a chicken nugget meal. <laughs> I, were, I remember, I don't it know why. It was irretrievable. I remember <laughs> there being chicken nuggets and I remember just my devastation where I just put the PSP on the side of the table and I think maybe I was just too keen for the nuggets but I went in for them and then it just fell on the floor but I had the earbud still in and then... Um, <laughs> And then, like, and then it just it just sadly didn't survive the fall. And uh, it was really sad. I lost a pair of earphones and my PSP, my pink one. But you gained some chicken nuggets. <laughs> so in the end, <laughs> a fair trade. Honestly, I was so unbelievably sad. I've, I've still got my box and everything, and I've got the pink... What, the chicken nugget box? No, no. <laughs> 
know the PSP box. Oh. I've got that, and I've got all the accessories apart from the white sleeve it came That's with. The prize. I don't know where the white sleeve went, but like, I've, so I've got the pink like music video that came with it is in the musician pink and stuff. Um, so I've always, it's always there in my heart. But what I was going to say is after Final Fantasy VII Remake, I did start playing Crisis Core on my friend gifted me then a black PSP years later for Christmas. Much more worse is what I was going to say. <laughs> Much more worse. Um, so, I, yeah, so then I like got that PSP up and then I started playing it and I was really interested in it so far. And, um, and then I don't know why, I just thought... Maybe not yet. Maybe I'll give it a break. Wait until remake, like Final Fantasy VII Remake still, because I was still, my mind was buzzing on like, oh my God, that game was so good. So I thought I'll come back to Crisis Core. And then they announced Reunion. So, you know, I was just like, oh my gosh, now I might as well hold off for uh, this version. And I'm just incredibly excited for it. It's when you're hungry. This story. Uh, great Rosie story there. Yeah. That's, I'd put that in my top 10 Rosie story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the PSP and McDonald's the, story. Yeah, you're losing your PSP and the chicken I can nugget. tell you everything about that PSP. I loved it to pieces. Yeah, you literally did. It turned <laughs> to pieces. <laughs> the poor thing. <laughs> poor thing. I remember even being in the car journey on the way to McDonald's with my PSP. I just remember that day. I was that devastated. I re- that day is just sealed in my mind i can't believe did you not replace it did you not get another one well my friend gifted me a black one then that one yeah okay. yeah uh, a few years later so oh. oh god i know i'm thinking about it now the i PSP can no longer days. play loco roco i had a psp and i used to just use it to watch um like tv shows on like you know you could get the little discs that you could yeah. put in so i watched the mighty boosh that's how i discovered the mighty boosh was on psp <laughs> That's a good way of doing it. I've, yeah. st- like the, I've still kept all my, my PSP games and the little films that you got yeah. for them. I just love the discs. Like, they're so cool. I love the discs. I the thought they were really cool. Yeah. Is that what they, that was what they're called. Yeah. Tiny, tiny yeah. little discs. Beautiful. Anyway, we've also got Blacktail coming out on the 15th of December. Now, it's this is like a, a spooky Baba Yaga game. Oh, for goodness sake. Just uh, Halloween's over, Nest. You can stop. You can stop. You can stop making horror games. There's, always, okay. there's always like a horror part two, it's isn't always, there? There's like, always Halloween's a horror done. game it's coming not... out or a horror movie it's or a, a horror series. Have you seen the new? Have you played the new? Oh, spooky. It's a dark fantasy game. It's not a horror game. And it's about you playing as a young witch Young witch, the young Baba Yaga, uh, which is a first-person action adventure with archery combat. I've written all my notes down. With archery combat and dark storytelling. Um, so basically, you get to choose the path of the witch, whether you want to be a good, helpful witch or if you want to be the cursed Baba Yaga from Slavic folklore. Have you guys heard of Baba Yaga before? Yes. Yeah? No. Okay, well, she lives in like a house that's built on chicken legs and runs around and eats children and is evil and scary. Um, but... Not always, as Blacktail hopes to tell. Um, They also have like myths and memories that are in 2.5D style. So like there's a a little clip I was watching of a ghost like rampaging through a town and it's in this 2.5D style as you have your memories to to kind of figure out who you are and and what you want to do and who you want to be. It looks really interesting. 15th of December. I'm excited for it. Rob, be excited for it. Say something nice. I'm excited. <laughs> to play as Baba Yaga. Would you be a good witch or a bad witch? If you're a witch. Or a warlock? <sighs> a bad one. Yeah? Probably, yeah. Yeah. What would be your specialist magic? Oh, God, I don't know. I have to think about these things. Uh, yeah, you just got to go. See, I would want necromancy. Straight away. Oh, you're talking about like a, a school of magic. Yeah, like you have to have a school. I want necromancy. I'd want to be able to, to bring up skeletons to dance around with. <laughs> right, for sure. <laughs> yeah? What? Anything? I uh, no, I don't know. Do you like yeah. like okay, so like Skyrim, like School of Destruction, where you can have elemental magic or the school- Conjuration. There we go. Conjuration. Yeah. You'd want like to be able to bring to things. Conjure things. Yes. Okay. That's how you do it. Rosie, I w- how about I w- you? I would just like spells to come out of my stick. I just like <laughs> like the wand, I just want to be like fire and then yeah. it's like so I don't know what school that is, maybe the, the- Destruction. Probably. Destruction, maybe. Yeah. I think, I think, I think, Rosie, you'd be the magician. Like you would have like very like spectacular spells. Like uh, yeah, you... I just want to put on a big magic show. Yeah. I just want to, you know. Yeah, you'd give... be Gandalf at the start of of Lord of the Rings. Fireworks, yeah. Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 that would be you. Like, that was me then. Yeah, that yeah. would be me. That would be you. Um, and Rob, yeah. You, what would you conjure? I want you to think about this. <sighs> Swords. <laughs> 
Conjure. Swords. He's the guy who goes, aliens. That was you. Swords. Swords, yeah. Because, you know, ultimately... In all of these games, you need a sword in a fight. Yeah, I only you're only a magician in Skyrim, so you can conjure things that you would equip if you weren't a magician. If you weren't a magician, yeah. Well, there we go. <laughs> I was just thinking, did Indiana Jones not teach you that sometimes the sword is not the best answer? You know the scene in Indiana Jones where Indy just yeah, goes, but oh, I conjure a gun. That was then. a whip. <laughs> no, it was a gun. When the guy does like the the sword it's sort a whip. of like. I thought then he just grabs his gun and, and just he goes uses like, a gun, shoots him. Yeah, yeah the he, guy is using a whip, not a who's sword. Who's using a whip? I no, thought he was using a, a sword. There's a guy who's got a sword no, and he does all the No, it's a whip. Mo- I thought it was a sword. I swear it's a sword. It's a whip. It's a sword. Okay, everyone's saying it's a sword and Dave's in my ear saying it's a sword. <laughs> I thought it was... A- oh, Indiana Jones uses the whip. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He uses a gun. <laughs> no, in the area. Indiana Jones as a whole uses a whip. <laughs> And he uses multiple other weapons and things, oh but the specific God. scene, the one person has a sword and Indy uses his gun. Sometimes I think it's funny to be like, oh, I'm a bit stupid from the Midlands. But then sometimes I actually am and it's, <laughs> it's embarrassing. So sorry, everyone. Apologies to any Midlands viewers. Well, I am a Midlands viewer. We are one and the same. Uh, we've also got for the final piece of what's new, Grand Theft Auto has its 25th anniversary on the 28th of November. Blimey. So. Final Fantasy VII just had its 25th anniversary as That's well. That's not what I said. I said Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it just reminded me. There are 25th birthdays for about. lots of different games. Yes. Yeah, every year, some mm. would say. Yeah. 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 Well, Grand I love Theft these anniversaries. 25. <laughs> 25. I know, it's crazy. I've written general reactions and feelings about that. Did Eddie? you ever play the first Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> yes, yes, I wasn't allowed to. Um, well, I was, you know, 25 years ago. Mm. Oh, I, we're gonna say I was, I was not, 25. <laughs> I was not 18 yet. Uh, and it was like, at my school, it was the game that everyone was like, oh, you play Grand Theft Auto, you play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> uh, and I went to my friend Tom Fitzgerald's house. Shout out Tom Fitzgerald. Yeah, he was just, you know, you know that kid at school who just had all the stuff that all, everyone else yeah. wasn't allowed. He had it all. And he's like, come on, you could, let's play this game. It's so funny. Look, you can drive around and be naughty in it and be a criminal. <laughs> be naughty. Be naughty. Be a naughty yeah. criminal. It was mind blowing. Because mm. at that time, all, all the games were, you, you play a nice person and you do jump around collecting fruit and shooting things with bazookas. I'm talking specifically about Crash Bandicoot, obviously. <laughs> I was literally uh, just like, you're talking about Crash Bandicoot, but yeah, I didn't want to say it in case you were just talking. I was like... Yeah, yeah, I was sort of introduced to that around the same time as I was introduced to, well, Final Fantasy and Metal Gear Solid for the first time. And it was like those games that sort of made me realise, oh my God, games games can do this. Crash Bandicoot did a lot of stuff it as did, well. It did, yeah, yeah. But don't go, don't, don't. The, Bandi- the Bandicoot was there. But it's very traditionally... You know, a platform game, a traditional platform game. Mm. And that was how I viewed all video games until games like Grand Theft Auto and Metal Gear Solid and Final Fantasy VII came along. Never heard those. <laughs> well, now you have. <laughs> until, <laughs> until the cat games got yeah. involved, as until I should say. Game. The cat game remake. But yeah, the, that... <laughs> There's our little catch up on what is coming in the rest of 2022. And, you know, Grand Theft Auto has been around 25 years. That's pretty exciting. It's a massive game series. It changed loads of stuff. We played the uh, the one that was on Plus recently and drove around and did some cheats. And it was great. And that was my experience. Oh, when we played Vice City and Vice then it City, just yeah. got absolutely chaotic. I, I never played Grand Theft Auto growing up. I wasn't allowed to. And I only wanted to play games with swords and dragons. So... I was I was not interested in cars, um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad I'm glad for everyone. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm happy. Happy anniversary, happy, Grand Theft happy Auto. Birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy happy anniversary. Happy birthday. Happy Grand Theft Auto Day on the 28th of November. Okay, everyone, that is the end of the What's New section. We're now going to move on to the main feature, which is all about beating the backlog. Let's go. <laughs> Okay, we're in the main feature section. That was wild, wasn't it? Well, what a trip we took there. It was Oof. like Doctor Who's TARDIS sequence. Yeah, a wild journey through music and time to reach here where we're going to talk about the backlog. So, guys, when I talk about the backlog, what do you think? Do you have, are you filled with trepidation or are you like, ah, my I just list filled of games. with everything I've got on my list. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Yeah. So just to kind of clarify the backlog in this sense, that being your list of games that you have that you want to play, that you plan on playing, but that is ever growing and just hard to get through. Um, is everyone playing Ragnarok at the moment? Yes. I finished it. Oh, <clears throat> never heard that before uh, today. Well, no, I've not finished well, with it, though. Play it again. <laughs> I, I finished the story, but I've yeah. not finished with Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very pleased that Ragnarok is not going to sit on my backlog for four years like God of War 2018 did. Shame. So I'm very pleased that I've finished the story. Yeah. Um, but I can't envisage me playing anything else yeah. for the next month or so while I just clean everything up that there is to clean up in that game. It is so pretty. There's so many things to see and do. And you've done it again. You've brought us back around to Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm not mad about because it is great. But what is next on your backlog to play after Ragnarok? Have you got something in line or are you waiting for new releases? What is your backlog looking like, Rob? Oh, my backlog is always clogged and massive and full of of games. I've recently, within the last year, sort of come to terms with the fact. I've stopped calling it my backlog now. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've just made peace with the fact that there are some games I'm, I'm just not going to play. And it's the same with uh, movies and books. Like, no one person can play every game and watch every movie and read every book. That's and, uh, not with that attitude. And there's like a constant, you know, I've got games on my backlog from, from PS3 still, like Hitman Absolution. I'm not going to play that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not going to play Hitman Absolution. Um, and so I think, it, I think it's okay to let go. That would be my advice to everyone who's stressing about their backlog. Oh, God, I've got to play this, I've got to play that. Like, there are a few games, I think, every year. Or, that you know, you'd, I'll single out a few that I know I'm definitely going to play. I'm definitely going to finish. Final Fantasy VII, Crisis Core Reunion, definitely going to play that. Um, Callisto Protocol, I imagine I will play for a bit and go, oh, this is really good, and then get scared and then not play it anymore, like I did with Dead Space. Yeah. Uh, Dead Space is another game that's on my backlog, another PS3 game that's on my backlog. I'm not. I'm not going to play it. Obviously oh. now. Maybe I'll play the remake when that when that I think you releases yeah, for definitely. sure. Like, um, but yeah, I think I think it's it's liberating to allow yourself to to not worry. It's okay. It's all right. Let some <laughs> let some games go, everyone. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I can't with some of them. Like, okay, I'm looking forward to Rosie's take on this. This is going to be like the list, regimented. I'm like the list. I've seen your spreadsheet for your your collection of games. I imagine you have one for a backlog. You know, I don't actually have one for a backlog, but um, so what I I mean, I've got like a plan at the moment, but just in general, um, just thinking about when you were talking about uh games you had on the PS3, which like your Hitman one, mm-hmm. um, I think. Earlier this year, I got to like a re- I got really far basically in Final Fantasy VI on PS One, and I really need to carry on with that and pick it up. I got to a point where I got a bit confused about what to do, um, and then from talking to some people online, they were like, "Oh no, that's that, that's an optional thing. You don't have to do that." I was like, "Okay, that's cool. So maybe I can you know progress without that." Um, so like personally for me I'm like it doesn't matter what era they're from I'm like if they're on my backlog they're on my backlog there's so many games I just look at and I'm just like oh I really need to to finish that um I'm trying to keep on top of it though but I think personally for me the tricky thing is is with our line of work when a game does come out then you know we have to play it a lot um in our free time to make sure that we're on top of all the awesome gaming goodness and then because of that there are some things you have to prioritize and then that's just when the backlog gets like bigger and bigger. Um, recently, my mate was playing Death Stranding and I was just watching for a bit and I thought that's another game. I got up like far in chapter two, I think, on Death Stranding. And I remember thinking, right, I'm going to beat this for the backlog. And then when I got back to it, I hit a point where I didn't know what I was doing. I found some BTs. I got very scared. They stole my bike. I didn't know I was just lost in the world. Stole your bike. <laughs> so I just imagined it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just BTs riding bike. off on your bike. Beating you up like a school bully. <laughs> Give us your bike. Like, and your lunch money. <laughs> Sam Bridges. And then I just got really sad, stressed, because it was my first BT encounter of everything. And you know when you go back to a game and you're midway through and you don't fully yeah. remember the buttons and stuff? I was just stressed and thing. I just thought... I've So not only did it become a backlog, it became a, I need to start this game from the beginning, Ooh. which is like a backlog. Yeah, that's... Big one. That's a big problem with the backlog, isn't it? Yeah. Like getting... Especially when you're like 30, 40 hours through a game something else comes out because it always does. Mm. Like, it's just, games just constantly coming out 
and being new and being made it's and like, being really good. And you can't like the you always tell yourself, "Oh, I'll finish this game first before I move on to the next game." But I don't know about you, but I never do. As soon as as soon as the new thing comes out, I remember there was one sequence. It must have been, I think, twenty eighteen, where I think Dragon Quest Eleven came out, and then. Assassin's Creed Odyssey came out and then Red Dead Redemption 2 came out and then before I'd finished that Kingdom Hearts 3 came out and I didn't finish any of those games because I was just like oh the next one's here I can't resist I have to play it Um, they're big games as well Well, I was going to say Dragon Quest is currently um, in my my active backlog thing and I've I've got a Christmas plan (laughs) (laughs) see there is plans maybe not a spreadsheet uh, for me now um you know, I, I don't get as much time to play games as I did back in my university days, for sure. Like where I would like a, a fifty to a hundred hour game, I'd be like, "Oh yes, I could." You know, there's a weekend. I could do like t- yeah, yeah, I could do like ten of those a year. Now it's more realistically, I'm going to finish one or two like big fifty hour mm. games a year, um, and the rest are going to be, I'll 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 dabble in everything. Mm. But you got to you got to pick and choose the games that you're going to really. And at the moment, for me. Anything that isn't called God of War Ragnarok is not getting a look in on my PS5 right now. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to know what my Christmas plan is? Yes. So this is so I've got to finish Ragnarok now. Um, Sonic Frontiers because I got really far in that. Um, I so I was just like right, I've got to finish Sonic, and also I had a really good time with it. So I was like, okay, Sonic Frontiers is there as well. I've got Dragon Quest Eleven, which I really, really tried to finish before pretty much November hit, and then we had these two big games coming out. Um, and, but I purposefully I got to a point where I was like, okay, I know I'm not going to be able to finish this, but I made a purposeful stopping point that so when I go back, I know exactly what I've got to do. I've made a note on my phone of what I've got to do because uh, I'm, I'm finishing that game like I'm I really want to platinum that game I'm like yes please I love it so much so that is so after I've done Ragnarok and Sonic it's going to be straight back into Dragon Quest and then earlier this year I uh, played Skyrim for like properly for the first time and I really really enjoyed it and I got like over like 12 hours into it so I really need to finish that because I did it for charity and no, I was just like, I just, I just really need to continue this. Yeah. So those, that, so those are like the games that I'm gonna try my best to like finish um, in the Christmas break, and then also I feel sad as well because I have to say, um, over the since the Mass Effect Legendary Edition came out, I played Mass Effect One, Mass Effect Two, and I think I played Mass Effect Two last Christmas or last winter period because I remember I wanted to get it done before Elden Ring. Yeah. And um, then I thought, like, all year I've been meaning to play Mass Effect 3. And then, like, just things have come up and I've been like, oh, it'll be my Christmas game. It'll be my Christmas game. So I guess technically now I'm not going to have time for it. So Ah! that is going to... I'm considering that, even though I haven't started it, in terms of my plan... Mm. And I've done the other two, and this is like to end the trilogy. I'm like, this is kind of technically in my backlog, so yeah. that's another one. You and I've got to, to do all it. this before February when Like a Dragon Eastern comes out, and then Resi Four Let coming it out. Go, in- Rosie. No, and then Resi Four go. in March. I can't. It's okay. I can't. I've got a busy it's beginning. It's all right. It's not all right. Bob. It is. I, it's, it's not all right. Mass Effect Three has been played by millions of people. It's all right. It, should it be won't mind. By you as well. It won't mind. <laughs> it should be. I need to see you do Shepard and the crew again. Obviously, like the the ending has had its debate. I love it. I think Mass Effect Three is great. I think it's an ending to the trilogy. I think it closes off all the stories. It has some massive story moments. Like it will tear your heart out and stamp on it, and then build it back up again and gift it you back in your chest. Like I have heard, so Three good. has got so many moments where. They're like, you yeah. know, big penultimate decisions that yeah. have built up throughout the, the other two games. And now it's like, honestly, things are getting real now. The arcs that you go on in the third one that cap off all the stories you've been through are just some of the best in gaming. Like Mass Effect series is absolutely stellar. And three is so worth playing to just get that closure on it. Like mm. you should do it. You should do it. You should do I know it. I should. <laughs> but considering I haven't started that one yet, that one's at like the bottom of my backlog yeah. because it's not as if I started it and now I've just got Shepard just chilling out yeah. just in space. So... <sighs> See, I I treat a backlog like my wardrobe where I'm like, 
I have a bunch of games that like I'll buy stuff all the time. Like I buy things on sale. Whenever there's a sale on, I will go through and look at all the horror mm. games and see what weird ones are on there that are like a couple of pounds or less than ten pounds. And I'll get them and collect them and think, okay, when I'm when I'm got a gap between games, I'll play that. Um, but I. I don't ever commit to thinking I'm going to play that. I just have it so that it's there. And I'm like, oh, if it's a cold day, I'll put that one on. Um, and then when I finish a game, I have this whole mass of games that I could play and I'll go and get another one instead. You know, like I'll mm. be like, right, yeah. I've got nothing to play. I've yeah. got nothing to play. And then I'll go and get another one. So I do that with books yeah. and with food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with food. You look at it. Oh, I bought, I bought that. I bought those vegetables earlier in the week, yeah. didn't I? Take yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely me with backlog. So I, I don't really know what I'm going to play after Ragnarok. But I've got so many things that I could and should play. And so many like, I like I, I, I love a horror game. I love a short thing, obviously. So I, I want something that's like a short snap experience after Ragnarok. So now I'm going to actively search for something that's like five hours or less. So I can have a little one. I like doing that. When you've done, when you've put so much time in a big game, I, yeah. um, for an example, I had that with Elden Ring. I put so many hours into Elden Ring afterwards. I kind of had a bit of like a, Oh God, that yeah. was a lot of gaming hours. Um, yeah. and then so, it was straight. <laughs> well, no, I didn't do straight. I did um, the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe um, oh, edition. Yeah. Perfect, absolutely perfect for mm. what I needed. And then after that, I was like, boom, I'm back. Give me a big JRPG, Dragon Quest Eleven. Yes. Doosh, doosh, so doosh. like you need like what you're saying. You need that little break sometimes just to be like, okay, big game. Yeah. And whether that's finishing off a game or you do a smaller game, you just need that little little break. Yeah, I like I like coming back and doing like trophies not as in because I want the trophy obviously I do want the trophy but because they work as like challenges in a game as well so like I have that with Demon Souls on yeah. PS5 like I want to like go and have like you know I've got like the Hollow Knight plat still boiling away in the background mm. I've got inscription that I want to platinum I've got um, I've got like bunches of little games I like going and playing Overcooked just for a little bit just to have like a little a little thing um, I'm playing Kiwi like loads of things that I just kind of pick up and put down that I'm not really bothered about finishing but I just like having them as their intended experience mm. which is just like here's some puzzles here's some fun like I love puzzles I love puzzles uh, so anything that's just like figuring out how to put everything together so good so good I just wish there was more like tiny little puzzle games that I had in my in my backlog at the moment. I need to go and collect more. Play The Witness again. That's another one that's on my backlog to finish. To I was going to say you wanted for. to get the platinum for that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, my backlog is all just things I need to platinum. <laughs> but that I've played all the way through. So that is quite nice. Um, I really don't know what I'm going to play next. I'm really excited for Christmas where I can just be like anything maybe anything. nothing i do love that point where you do think like i can i can play anything and yeah. then you're truly just like what am i really in the mood for right yeah. now what do, do i want to do i want to revisit something i had something uh, i think in summer where i was just really in the mood for like a sly cooper game so yes. i picked up sly cooper 4 mm. and then like you said i was just like got the platinum for that and i was just like that was perfect i was just <laughs> in the mood i was just in the mood for something like that yes i want to crack out my um playstation 1 and 2 for christmas i think this year yeah because i i made a little um i did this thing where i'll just buy something like a collection of something so i like got a few of the Silent Hill games like I found some deals on eBay I decided that was what I was going to do I was going to collect the, the early Silent Hill games and then the Fatal Frank Frame games mm -hmm. I got like the Project Zeros like the PS1 ones which were hard to find um, and I got them for like a good deal so like I just have them like looking at me and I'm like you have you, the disc you can play that like now and whatever you want sorry Rob I just hit you with excitement <laughs> so maybe I will go back to uh, the retro days as well for a, for a little treat do you do that? Do you go back to the older PlayStations? Not really, no. Mm. No, I'm I'm quite lazy. If if I can't put it on my PS5, <laughs> I yeah. tend not to play it. Um, no. I think that's fine, though. Yeah. Like, um, I, pref I prefer playing something I can just have on the PS5. Like, the, the PlayStation Plus, being able to go back and get them from there is so good. Yes, absolutely. Like, I... I don't even like getting off my sofa, to yeah. be honest. Uh, you know, it's all all about the digital games for me. But I do like um, that 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 sense of like, you know, you finish everything, you don't have anything to play, and you've got to decide what you're in the mood to play. Yeah. Sometimes that phase can last weeks for me, and I'll just stare at a shelf of games like, <laughs> what do I start? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that game's coming out soon, so I can't start anything big. Um, when I was a kid and I used to have like a pool of maybe 
five or six games and they were the only games I had and those were Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 8, Final Fantasy 9, Vagrant Story, Breath of Fire 4. So many Final Fantasies! um, And Final Fantasy 6. And Origins, which is one and two, and Anthology, which is four and five. I had ca- all of the final I had ca- Basically, the movie, the game. Yeah, uh, so what I used JRPGs. to do, and The Legend of Dragoon as well, yeah, and Metal Gear Solid. What I used to do is put them all on the floor, and my sister and I would just have like a, a session where we'd almost like eliminate games, and you go around the, the the floor of games, and one would be cast out. No, not playing that. And eventually it would be boiled down. Oh my God, I think I remember the, doing something similar. To the similar. one game. And my sister and I both decided, okay, I'm playing this and I'm playing this. And we both go off to our bedrooms and play. And we used to play these. You know, that's why I finished Final Fantasy VII like four or five times. Because mm. for a period of, you know, five to ten years, I only had this small collection of games. I, you know, I didn't have my own spending power. I didn't used to get bought many games. Mm. Um Simpler times. Yeah. I didn't have a backlog. All I had was a log <laughs> of games that I'd played many times and I would play again. What would you say was that? Because I remember for me, I played way too many hours, not even of necessarily doing anything, but just way too many hours of Kingdom Hearts 2 on PS2. I would love to get that old save and just see how many hours I put into it. Because like when you say when you're yeah. just in the mood for something, I love that game so much that I was just, I would happily run that around be... the world, destroy some nobodies, kill some heartless. and that Destroy one. some nobodies. Destroy That's some what nobodies. they're called. That's I know, what they're it's called. just funny. Like... That would be, f- be a fun video. Like, I wish I knew where my my ps2 and my ps2 memory card was yeah. thing is i so think my brother actually, has it i so think you can my, actually load it up i think he still has the memory card because i oh, think i saw it. him talk about it and we i was like just... that's my does that my kingdom hearts 2 save i see is that mine is that my save we should do that we should just do a stream where we're like let's boot up some old saves from 20 years ago and see where we were ah uh, mine will be uh i played so much sly cooper like the sly raccoon game yeah. like, over and over and over again i played that over again um legend of k as well yeah the cat legend game. of k ah, the cat game. <laughs> i i didn't i like i my my gaming experience was my dad's backlog because he would but he's just the same thing where he just buys games and doesn't play them so like he'd have like but he 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 loves like Rome so like all of that sort of stuff um he loves like the, every dad has their set historical era my dad's is, is Roman uh, okay. so anything related to that and anything that's like um mythy legendy uh sort of games or that is about strategical battle stuff my dad had and so I would get on the PlayStation <laughs> made for hours of Sly Cooper <laughs> 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 All of these rooms, yeah. like Cooper Rome. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he very much was a big fantasy fan, so we played like Baldur's Gate and stuff together as mm-hmm. well. Like um, we played a lot of things together, or I would watch um, the X Men games as well on PlayStation. I loved it, oh, so good. Uh, but right, guys, I think that's enough talk on our backlog, and that we should move on to the next section, which is the comments of the week. <laughs> Okay, guys, so you're ready to sing it? Rob, are you going to... I'm ready. Yeah, Rob's going to be our, our, our double doer in the absence of Dave, so... Here we go. I've got to set the tone. Yeah. <clears throat> it's time... It's time... It's time for, for comments, comments of the, of the week. week. Oh, that was horrible. Well done, Rob, though. Well done, Rob. Uh, that was good. We made it work somehow. Yeah. <laughs> we got through. We got through. So, comments of the week from the hashtag PodSquad. 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 Oh, I was Rosie. very late there. Very late. Very late. Literally, like, PodSquad went in one ear and then it just sat in my brain for a bit. Ashamed. Ashamed. And then the mouth said be. it. Yeah. That was, that was very bad. Well, these are the comments that we've collected up from our videos from social media with the hashtag PodSquad. PodSquad. <laughs> So quick there, my brain just went, well, that's happened now. (laughs) There's no point in even joining in. I tried to separate it so you didn't have to do it. Use the hashtag that we've collected up that are little interactions that we read out on our podcast. So if you would like to be included in future podcasts, just leave us a comment with the hashtag PodSquad. 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 Or on On YouTube or on our social medias and we will scoop it up or Alex will scoop it up, our community manager, and we will read it out. So the first up we have, the first up that we have is City Sights and Sounds uh, on our horror podcast who says hashtag pod squad. Pod squad. 
Hello. Hello. This is Owen from the Philippines. Since the holidays are coming up, do you guys do a secret Santa? What were the best gifts that you got from each other? Love you guys. Yes. We do do we a secret do. Santa, yeah. We do. We, we do. do. We do a company-wide one. We have, well, not many people would know this, but there's actually 23 people yes. in in our company. Yeah. And they work on, lots of them work on things that aren't PlayStation access, but yeah. we do a company-wide secret Santa. Uh, so last year was, was pretty epic. Yeah. The best secret Santa gift I've ever got though was some beard baubles. Yeah, those were from <laughs> a few years ago. I oh, know I won't say who they were from because it was Secret Santa. So, oh, do you my know God. who they were from? I, I think don't. I remember who they were from. They were from Secret Santa. Oh, from I, love, I, love every, I love everyone telling each other. I thought the whole point of Secret yeah, Santa was. Yeah, I hate was, when people tell each other. No, it's secret, it's, and then you say, "This is who the yes. secret was." I, I like knowing. Know. It's supposed to be secret. It's supposed to be secret Santa. That's who it's from. I like knowing. Anyway, I had some beard baubles and it was nice and yeah. festive. I like people knowing that I did it as well. I'm like, if it's great, I'm like, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I also got a good one last year there. I got a, a deck of magic cards, mainly because you I wrote that. <laughs> well, you know, you do these online things now, right? And you, you draw someone online mm. and in the same bit of software... Not software. Elfster it is. It's Whatever Elfster. it is, you write your wish list. Yeah. And I'm the only one who ever bothers doing it. No, so. Alex writes a wish list. Alex Pat always puts curry sauce. He's already done it this year. Oh, it's has just he? more curry. Yeah, it's always, it's just curry sauces. Curry sauce. Maybe a cookbook. What maybe. a strange man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, did, we brought him a birthday present this year. This is just an aside. <laughs> But I can't I, remember what we got him. What we, we got get? we got him a curry set, which I'd recommended because I got one. Like I got a Christmas edition of it last year, which is this gorgeous, like beautiful set where it has spices and some cocktail ingredients, and it's all in one lovely package. Um, and it's like the the taste of like a certain like city yeah. it, or it, around that kind of area and with that sort of um, food. And I had this gorgeous uh, box, and I thought, oh, we can get that for Alex. That'll be great. And it's like you know the uh, in in the budget. It'll be really nice. He'll have like a curry set and a cocktails and it means that he can have like a delicious meal for two. Um, you know, it'll be nice. And not <laughs> not realising that the one that we got him was the like the date night edition. So it was like all of these aromatics for uh, aphrodisiacs and stuff that was like written into the packaging <laughs> that he got from work. So we got like this. <laughs> he's got like this. Thanks from PlayStation Access and everyone. And it was like, ooh, to get you in the mood. Have <laughs> this delicious curry. <laughs> Tasty turmeric. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to feel potent this evening. Uh, so that was that was um, that was a, a bad present, but it wasn't a Secret Santa present. But also, it was good because it was still curry. Yeah, it was funny. Curry, so. well, what's your favorite Secret Santa you've had from? Oh, from I know mine was Dave, but I know mine was Dave because uh, I just know it was. Two DVDs of Nightmare, the TV show where he'd gotten uh, them all copied onto a disc. So I have two copies of of the not the same, obviously different. Uh, so I have all the series of Nightmare on these two DVD boxes, and it's the best thing in the world. I like just put it on. I'm doing my cleaning. Oh, it's so good! <laughs> I just I love Nightmare so much. I grew up not watching Nightmare, Fort Bayard, and the Crystal Maze, and Nightmare was always my favorite, and I always wanted to go on it, but it existed solely in the 80s also Raven Raven was my favourite but that's not from that era so I didn't include it in that list um, but yeah, Raven was like the nightmare of, of my era, but I loved Nightmare and, I, and I've spoken to Dave about it before and I've gone on about it before and he remembered and got these DVDs made and it's just, oh, it's so thoughtful and it's so good and I'm smiling because it's an amazing gift. It's so good. How about you? I have two that stick to mind um, since, being on, uh, since being on Access and the first one I know who the Secret Santa was. Uh, I don't know if they remember this, but they got me a really nice night, the Nightmare Before Christmas calendar. And I really, really appreciated it because I don't think I'd really mention the Nightmare Before Christmas that much, apart from when talking about Kingdom Hearts 2 and Tuesday checklists. And I, it was just the thought that I was like, wow, this, like, this person just remembered that I was saying how much I adore this film. And like from months ago, we recorded this video and I was like, wow, they remembered that. And they've got me this calendar. And I was like, oh, my God, I was not expecting someone to get like my favorite film ever. Oh. So that one was really thoughtful. And I remember that one. And then uh, I also know who got me the Secret Santa last year because bless them. They had the situation where everyone else got their Secret yeah. Santas. <laughs> But theirs hadn't arrived in the post. No, it was not that it didn't arrive, but it arrived that it was faulty. So they had to send it back. It got smashed. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then on the way for it to 
for, for the replacement to come, it didn't arrive in time. So <laughs> they came up to me and they were like, I'm really, really sorry. I'm your secret Santa. But the gift itself was fantastic. It was um, like some independently made Aku Aku earrings, which I adore. Um, and some bath bombs that were in the shape of some controllers and uh, just some lovely chocolate. And it was just, again, I was like, oh my gosh, Crash Bandicoot. You know I love Crash Bandicoot and I love chocolate and, <laughs> and bath bombs. You didn't know this, but they're so much fun yeah. and I just love them fizzling in the I love being bath. clean. <laughs> I love being clean. <laughs> so again, I, that, so that's another one where I just thought, oh my God, you've nailed it with these Aku Aku earrings. And I have them on display now in my, in my home. Yeah. With the Crash Bandicoot selection. Yeah, we'd see you wearing them in a video at some point, shaking them around. Like. I know, that's the thing though. I only ever wear these earrings. Yeah. I say these earrings. They're like golden hoop ones mm. because <laughs> it's a really random story to tell on the, the PlayStation <laughs> Access podcast. When I was younger, I used to swap my earrings every day. Mm. And I think it just irritated my ears so much um, that they just got really, I got a really bad infection oh. from one of them. Oh, I don't hear about your ear crust. And, and then like ever since, and then I put these earrings in and they have just never caused me any pain. They caused me no discomfort. They never stab in my my head or neck area, you know, the yeah. part, part of the back of your earlobe. They're just a perfect idea. And they're kind of like my companions now. Yeah. Like So ever since, they're just so practical. I love them so much. And they're just, just my earrings. Oh, do you have any comfort earrings? <laughs> I called you Dave then, Rob. No, no, I don't. No, I don't have any piercings. Would you ever get a piercing? I, I don't think so, no. No? Or a ta- no. I don't like the idea of, of getting a piercing or a tattoo. Because it's sort of irreversible then. Like, I'm quite fickle. Mm. So I can imagine myself in a few years' time, like, oh, I don't like that tattoo. Did you get a head tattoo? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Get a face on if top. I was going to get a tattoo, I would get the same tattoo that Zell from Final Fantasy VIII has. Oh my gosh. Just like all the way down the side of my face. I don't know what that means, but I like it. I know what that means. And I also thought of the bouncer because there's another character who has a right. very similar yeah. tattoo as well, well. I think if you get that, you need to have the Zell hair as well, which I don't have, obviously. Mm. I would just look, I'd look silly, I think. I don't, I think you'd rock it. I think we should make this a thing. No. If I got a tattoo, I'm desperate to get one from this. I don't have any, but I'm desperate to get one from this one guy who um, does Mon Mon Cats on Instagram. And it, they're these cats um, that he like draws into the pattern of like it's like Japanese style cats. And the, the backs will have like other drawings in them. So like some will have like a panther going down their back, back like, you know, like an old school panther. Or they'll have like flames and little baseball bats and like look really gnarly. They're very cool. They're very cool. Um, they're kind of hard to describe without seeing them. But Mon Mon Cats. Very good. That's what I would get on my face. Just a massive cat <laughs> on my face. <laughs> I can't imagine you being someone who just gets a giant tattoo of a cat on your face. Yeah. Like I, if you came in like that, I'd be startled at first and then I'd be like, I am not surprised. Yeah, startled but unsurprised. Yeah, startled but then I'd be like, this makes sense. Yeah. I've I keep I've always said that the first tattoo I'll get will be a flash, a little piece of flash. Um of Friday, like from Friday the Thirteenth, the day, not the film, mm-hmm. um, or Halloween one, uh, depending on on which one. Maybe a little ghost or a black cat, or, or maybe even a pumpkin if I'm feeling wild, pumpkin. depending on what it was. But we've got away from the question. Um, we also have uh, one from. I'm, uh, there's so many that I'm just trying to pick one because we're going to uh, we're going to run out of time. Otherwise, um, Zal Munner says from the Ragnarok Pod. Hashtag pod squad. I definitely cried within 10 minutes. Hashtag cry squad. Cry squad. You called it the tear brigade. The tear brigade. Tear brigade. Yeah. Fully yeah. the tear brigade. I have to say as well, for a little fun side story about the tear brigade, uh, Ash was editing last week's podcast yeah. and literally I just get an out of context picture of my face when I was trying to talk about the <laughs> yeah. tear brigade. And I, it looked like I aged like 70 years. <laughs> and uh, now it's my, my picture Ooh. on Slack. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know if what you do I an impression did. of it. I'm going to screen cap it again. <laughs> like that's what's going to happen. Becomes my new Slack profile picture again. Maybe yeah. I'll just have a collage. I'll just make a collage of every time I just pull that face. Yes. But yeah. cry squad. Well, I'm happy that we're not the only ones in the cry 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 squad. Yes, tears they roll, they fall. Yes, God, I've had some emotional moments. I've I've nearly been brought to tears a few times in Ragnarok, which I can't talk about just yet because we will talk about it in a spoiler cast instead. Hopefully. Well, I'll tell you what. Though. Okay, here's a question. Yeah. What's the most you've ever cried at in a game Rosie this is supposed to be the, the viewers 
asking us questions. <laughs> not you. Say hashtag pod squad. Okay. Hashtag pod squad. Rosie the, Caddick asks. <laughs> what's the most you've cried in a video game? Oh, man. I know this answer for films, but for games. Oh, Last of Us Part 2. Uh, I've spoken about that a few times. Yeah, Last of Us Part 2. That's the most I've ever cried ever. I'd probably say... I cry loads in video games, mm. but one that springs to mind recently is Final Fantasy IX's ending. Yes. I, I was crying for Is long that the time. like, he, he was all a dream? No. No. No, that's Final Fantasy X. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's yeah. Final Fantasy X. I did cry in Final Fantasy X as well, but not as much as Final I did. Final Fantasy IX's a happy ending, Rosie. But that's the, that's the thing. That's why I was crying. It wasn't necessarily sad. To, it was like a mixture of like happy things, but I don't also understand. You only cry when you're sad. Thing. There are no other times. I was so... But like that's the thing. Like the, oh, I don't know if I want to spoil it or not for those who haven't played Final Fantasy IX. It's know, just it's, it's a fantastic ending. It's over 20 years old now, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> okay. well, you don't have to say it. You, can just you don't say have it to say it, Rosie. Listen. Well, either way, I was just crying from sadness about one angle of the ending, happiness from another angle of the ending. So one action that the character did, I just, comp- I was just, I don't know why, it just got me in the feels. I was just like, oh, I understand why they did that, and the, the adventure, and I was just like an absolute wreck. Like I remember going into the bathroom and fully just being like, stop crying, stop crying. It was so beautiful, and uh, so it was like a whole mixture of happy sadness and every tear <laughs> and Rob have you shed a tear ever <laughs> <laughs> I probably have to say God of War Ragnarok in the first Yay! 10 minutes other games have like I never I'm not someone who like bulls their eyes out of things like I, I feel it on the inside well, and occasionally it will come out um, again not really Oh, I uh, cried at MGS4. <laughs> a little bit. Final Fantasy Seven, the obvious bit. But again, it was more like just a, you know, I felt it. Mm. And maybe my eyes moistened slightly. But God of War Ragnarok, for God's sake, it gets you right in the weak spot in the first 10 minutes. If 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 you have that particular weak spot. And that is for me. That's a, like yeah, a big one me, for me. Yeah, me hard. Um, so, yeah, that's probably the most I've cried in a video game. Um, there's lots of emotional moments in God of War Ragnarok, though. Oh, we lots. not not for now, though. Not for now. Not for we, now. We can't reveal the secrets of God of War. No. So I'm going to move you on from here. I'm going to move you on because we're going to wrap up and move on to our last section, which is before we go. Okay, everyone, we're in the last section. It's before we go, which is where we talk about things outside of gaming that we've been up to or that we want to talk about. And I'm just going to ask you if you've got anything because I've got a few prompts if you need them. I thought I just want to know what you've been up to. I've been reading a great book. Yeah. Called Storyland by Amy Jeffs. And it's like a retelling of myths from Britain. So Mm. it's like a, a really interesting retelling of loads of not just celtic and uh, british mythology but mythology from lots of other places as well um and there's a little bit of norse in there as well Ooh. so you get like a different version of like the the origin story of characters like odin and thor mm. appear in it as well and one thing i learned that i found really interesting that i didn't know before that you probably know ash because you're like i know all about norse mythology all like the time it. um odin another name for odin is woden um and traditionally Woden would be celebrated on a certain day, which was Woden's Day, which became Wednesday. So the day Wednesday re- refers to Wait, to Odin. Day. Refers to Woden's Day, yeah. Which that, I found well, that, very that's interesting good because when I learned how to spell Wednesday as a kid, I always used to say Wednesday. So that kind of like yeah, Woden's that's sort of where day it's just come from. Of like Woden, Woden's Day, Wednesday. Really reminded me of something my nan used to sing. <laughs> From a film, I think. Uh, you've just like unlocked a memory. It's weird when reading this book, there's so much, there's so many like words that you, like, you know, a character, called, a mythological character called Brutus came and, and founded Britain, was the first person who, you know, settled Britain and everyone who lives in Britain now is a descendant of this mythological character called Brutus, which is where the word Britain comes from and where also the word brutal comes from because of the way he came in. And what was that? Just a little... <laughs> As way. if like the, the, the rock pose hand gesture thing, you know, when you put your thumb over right. your, like you 
Anyway, it's, it's a really good book and it's something I've really been really enjoying, especially having just played God of War Ragnarok because mm. um, it, it's fascinating when you when you also realise that how much of this stuff still survives today in, in modern language and modern place names. Like I've just learned about a character called Humber whose name is now given to the Humber estuary. Like he was a, a king who came and invaded what is now Scotland uh, and was defeated by two kings who lived in what is now England and he was killed in, in what is now the Humber Estuary and his body sank into the estuary and that's why it's called the Humber Estuary. And it's still called the Humber Estuary to this day. Good old anyway, Humber. It's very interesting. I, it's really well written as well. So, Is it if, like a creature myths or is it just people myths? It's all sorts of myths and she, Amy Jeffs, has sort of retold them in her own style and also gives you a little bit of added context at the end of each one so it's lots of little different fictional accounts compiled together in this really nice compendium it's like an alternative history of britain basically mm. it's really good that sounds really interesting it. actually yeah that sounds really cool especially if you know having just played god of war ragnarok is especially interesting i found yeah oh well uh, alternatively for some lowbrow content i've been watching below deck down under <laughs> <laughs> What's Which, this? I haven't heard of it's it. It's just a bunch of people that work on super yachts and uh, and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> their lives and their charters that they do so they're all like arguing with each other and trying to serve these these guests it's just a reality tv show about a bunch of people that live on a yacht it's great it's great <laughs> really enjoyed it really enjoyed it uh there has been some people on jet skis which was fun the chef's been really aggressive he's been, he's been very a lot he's he's not serving the guests properly oh and no it's upsetting the chief steward so i was gonna say when you say it's very full-on is it because that he's stressing the kitchen or is he just no not- he's just not very nice he's He's like, I will serve what I want to serve, and the guests will have it. And then, like one guest was like, "Oh, I don't really like fish," so we gave him a course of like three different fish. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> it's just funny. It's silly. It's just, I like a reality TV show. It's a good cleanse. <laughs> a good cleanse. <laughs> a good cleanse. So I'm watching that at the moment. How about you, Rosie? What are you up to? Uh, the only thing I can kind of think of recently is that I've been watching the new series of a anime show called Pop Team Epic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first season, I believe, I watched it on um, Netflix and now I'm watching it on uh, Funimation or something. And um, it's it's basically just a really... I, like it's, it's hard to recommend because it's a very, like, specific kind of humour where if you just like really short clips of just, like, weird little sketches or references, there's, like, a Skyrim reference at one point and then there's, like, a reference to Dora the Explorer at the other point, but they just kind of really take the mick out of some things and even just some like there's even also just a sketch where you're like pulling a chair out from underneath someone but the way they animate it it's got multiple different animation styles they it's a 20 minute show but you have 10 minutes with a female voice cast and then the same characters but it's all male voice cast Mm. um so then you just get two completely different angles of like the same sketches but just how it can like sort of pan out and stuff um so yeah i've just been watching the next season of that really at the moment that's in terms of what i've been watching that's been it very fun we've got our world cup sweepstake at the moment as well and we're recording this podcast a little bit in advance so by the time you hear this yeah there'll have already been like a week of world cup fixtures (laughs) which is exciting i have denmark and brazil furious about this what do you have i've got wales and Spain. So maybe. Spain, maybe. I've been learning Spanish. Really? Yeah. Uh, yo soy una mujer. I don't know what that means. I'm I don't a know woman. Sp- oh. I'm hola. Mucho gusto. <laughs> Sorry. Hola. You just said that so I remember like... doing GCSE Spanish. Hola. Um, mucho gusto. Mucho gusto. Donde este uh, el taxi? Aquí. I don't know what that means. I got the word taxi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Donde es el baño? Sobre saliente is the word I mean. It just means excellent. Oh. Conejo de Indias. What's that? Guinea that was... Pig. Yeah. Rosie's got like a... Done like a proper... You know, we're saying Spanish in yeah. very English accents. Rosie <laughs> actually puts some effort into her pronunciation there. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, Duolingo's teaching me. That owl. He's, he's I need to right, get back on Duolingo. He's such a bother. Why he's is such a bother? bother. He just, he's just like, oh, don't miss your streak. And then I can't miss my streak. So oh, do you I'm... get all the emails as well? Ooh. And it's just like, oh, yeah. remember? And oh. you're like, oh, I know, Duo. I'm, I'm, a right, I'm coming. Yeah. 
I was like, I did one day 24. No, day nice. 24. Uh, what other words? Have I, I'm trying to think of something fun that I can say. But all I can say is I am a woman. I can say I am a man. You're Amarillo is yellow, isn't it? Huh? Amarillo. I don't, we haven't got to colours yet. Only like, can count up to three. Maybe. I can't remember. I think that might be yellow. Uno. I'm going back from like primary school learnings of Spanish. I, I could do uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Once, doce, trece. That's it. Catorce. I don't know. I go to French a bit as well. Someone please help me. <laughs> no, I want to carry on. Just finish. Just finish now. Donde before we, before we do anything else. Oh, also, I tried to teach myself I'm every woman in Spanish, but I forgot all the words. So you it's like every uh, woman. Yo soy coro esta todo. No, yo soy coro mujer todo esta en mí. I don't know if that's right, but I tried it with Google Translate. Well, I'm going to give you a clap anyway. But well I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm going to. Uh, oh, you could hear the song that my nan used to sing, which was Wooded, Wooded, send the wind, send the winds to turn the tide. Wooded, Wooded. She, she was very witchy. <laughs> I thought you were going to do Blue Knees then. No, that was my nan singing something about oh. Woden, who was like, Send the seas to turn the tides, Woden, Woden. It's, it's interesting that your your nan knows like a an old folklore song about Odin. I think it's Odin. from a film. I think it's from a oh, film. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's from a film. I don't think uh, Nan Millman is... Is I Nan Millman? <laughs> praising Woden. But maybe maybe she is. I don't know. Maybe I underestimated it. She taught me loads of songs, but I can't repeat the rest on the podcast, genuinely. They used to make my parents aghast. Right, well, I'm going to end the podcast now. So... That is the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you've had a fantastic November and that you are beating your backlog and that December opens itself up to many new games, which it will do on the second since three massive yes, ones are coming, coming out straight away. So much happening. Uh, but we'll catch you next time. We've got more podcasts coming every two weeks. We are back here on the sofa chatting away. So we'll see you again for the next one. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Bye.